The Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey is brought to you this week by Retro Days. Join the fun this week at retro-daze.org. Sign up for your free account and from there you can contribute articles, start a thread in the forum, and connect with other retro-minded people in the Retro Days community. And don't forget to check out the Retro Days YouTube channel featuring RD's Retro Detention. And by... Fun.com. Have the most fun this Christmas season by shopping at Fun.com. Find something for everyone on your list and save a little money with the Retro Network's 20% off promo link. First, click the link in today's show notes, which will take you to the Fun.com website. A banner will pop up showing that the Retro Network's 20% off promo is activated, which is good now through January 7th, 2022. Then the easy part. Start filling your shopping cart with all kinds of great gifts in the Fun.com store. Snag the holiday party favorite Ugly Christmas Sweaters, featuring themes like A Christmas Story, Caddyshack, The Matrix, Christmas Vacation, and many more. Next, pick some accessories, like the Mandalorian Grogu sneakers, Cobra Kai socks, a Looney Tunes backpack, and much more. Then top your shopping list off with some great retro decor, like Care Bears throw pillows, Power Rangers tiki mugs, and a Batman bed for your furry superhero. Once your shopping list is complete, take advantage of that 20% savings by buying yourself a little something this Christmas. Because that Wampa rug will look great under your Star Wars themed Christmas tree. Beat the holiday rush and start saving now at the one-stop shop for holiday cheer, fun.com. is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! The Retro Network Time Machine is ready to blast to the past. Your pilots on today's journey are, well, of course, the usual suspects. Jason and Mickey here. How's your week been, man? Don't tell me that work sucks. We already know that. Tell me something new. Uh, hmm. Well, this show and work is about all I get done. <laughs> That's uh, work has kind of not... sad. Work has not sucked this week, outside of, you know, work being work. Uh-huh. It's kind of flying by, because I was telling you off the air, I'm vacating after tomorrow, nine days off, and I was afraid this week would drag by with that looming, but it has not. It's actually flown by, so one more day to go, and Jeez. I don't plan on doing crap tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> other than the absolute necessary stuff, I'm not going to go above and beyond on any point of my job tomorrow. It'll be half a work day, half a vacation day in my mind tomorrow. So. <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. Like Clark Griswold there at the end of the holiday season. I'll just be standing around drinking coffee, bragging about my cereal varnish. So. <laughs> Take your map out of your you know, swimming pool, out of your shirt pocket there and show everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take pictures of a beautiful turkey out of a magazine. Yeah, that's what I'm doing this year. Yep. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paid sixty dollars for the son of a. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, spe- just speaking of Thanksgiving, I know that's probably your uh, one of your biggest holidays. I know you usually take off, and you're 
cooking. So when does uh, ground zero begin for your your cooking days? Uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. I thought maybe you would kind of lead up to that for Thanksgiving Day. Or you just kind of knock it all out in one day. Some years we do homemade uh, sourdough rolls. We would start that like today, if that were the case, a week ahead of time. But no, not this year. No, Wednesday, I'll usually uh, bake some pies and prep some stuff. But most of the cooking I actually do on Thanksgiving Day. Just a little bit of prep work on the day before. Save a little time and get some of the cleanup done the day before. You going to be delivering meals like you normally do? No, that's around Christmas. Well, we do Thanksgiving sometimes. This year, I'm going to try because my daughter don't get off till 3 on Thanksgiving Day. So we'll be eating later. I want to fix a few of my mom's favorite dishes early in the day and make a plate for her and dad and go down to the nursing home with dad and let them have Thanksgiving dinner together. Awesome. Some of the softer foods that I know she likes that she can actually eat. Now, whether she still has a taste for them or not to be determined, but, you know, I'll make sure the sweet potatoes, the mashed potatoes, the dressing, softer stuff like that's done early Mm -hmm. so she can eat some of that stuff. Try to. Cool. You gonna try anything new this year? No. Or just the, the traditional stuff. Just my traditional stuff. It's a little low key this year. Uh with like I said, without mom and dad either coming or me taking full meals down to them like normal this year. And some of the wife's family who stopped by will not be this year. It'll probably just be my little four here at home. Mm. And maybe the girl that stays with us a lot. So Cool. She usually eats multiple dinners that day at her house and ours. So. <laughs> Can't say I blame her. Nice setup there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, we've got uh, family coming in and uh, we're going over to my sister-in-law's house that has the most room to house all of us. And she bought a special table when they moved into that house that kind of opens up from the middle and the, the two like leaves come out and it makes this one huge long table that probably 12 or 14 people can sit at. Now, what I will get a good start on before Thanksgiving, which by the way, as you're listening to this happy Thanksgiving folks. Yeah. This episode's dropping two days before the big day, but between us recording this and you hearing it, I will be getting a good start on some Thanksgiving movies like planes, trains, and automobiles and Dutch and Mm -hmm. some of the Mm -hmm. new stuff that dropped on Disney plus that I'll get a, I'll have time on my hands to catch up, <laughs> watch the new Shang Chi. I know you weren't a huge fan of jungle cruise, but we're going to give it a shot here and mm-hmm. some other stuff like that. So, uh, my mornings will be spent watching old movies before the sun comes up and working throughout the day. And then the evenings catching up on all this stuff. I'm looking forward to a very relaxing and enjoyable stretch of time off be out in the wood shop working on Christmas presents all week and mm-hmm. listening to some Waylon and Willie. It'll be a good week. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, I've only got black Friday off, so we'll be working a little bit next week. Uh, some Christmas cards and other things we've got to get, uh, out in the mail, which I haven't heard really if the post office is going to be identical to last year and just be such a mess. But uh, I try to keep my ear it. ear to the ground on that. But, yeah, I haven't heard much. Well, I mean, they're saying they're not expecting it, but they have already announced there will be delays. But they weren't expecting it last year either. So yeah. I I would imagine, you know, I'm really a little 
nervous this year about ordering anything for Christmas. So this year may be more like a traditional 80s, 90s Christmas shopping season for me. I might actually be in the stores some <laughs> and selecting from what's there versus mm-hmm. the whole world at your fingertips online. Because I just shop don't have the, a lot uh, of faith. You could shop at the grocery store there and, and take advantage of your daughter's discount. Well, they don't get discounts. About? <laughs> she doesn't get a discount? No. Nothing? No. Mm-hmm. No, the, the fringe benefit of working at that grocery store in this area is you get the first look at all the new stuff like you and I talk about on the show every <laughs> week. And it, the part that ticks me off is she knows how I am, one, about food in general, two, about food with a little pop culture influence to it and three for years we ran a food review channel on youtube so she knows all this but she'll come home be like oh they've got this new whatever whatever oh great yeah i tried it today on break did you bring any home no i just bought one well you look you know what (laughs) just don't even tell me about it or you know i'll mention something you may bring up on the have you heard section she's like oh yeah i tried that this week well, thanks for bringing one to me you know, or whatever. <laughs> she yeah. needs to be our food correspondent. She does. If you could get her to talk. <laughs> Kids these days, man, they just won't talk to you. Well, All I she, get her grunts out of my boys. Well, she's selectively social anyway. But yeah, she, uh, she'll talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're going to get some time off and enjoy the Thanksgiving season, watch some movies. If only you had a list of like all of the Thanksgiving movies ever made that you could just kind of go through. Oh, wait, somebody put one together Mm -hmm. on the retro network recently. Go check that out. There's a couple on there that I was like, I don't remember this movie at all or it being said at Thanksgiving, (laughs) let alone. So might be a couple flyers in there you want to try. Thanksgiving is kind of lacking in movies, though. It is. I mean, Christmas has an overabundance. Halloween, of course, ho- are made all year long horror movies. Thanksgiving, it uh, it gets the shaft when it comes to movies. But it's got one of the biggest ones, though. You know, overall, it does. It does. So you can't uh, can't deny that. And probably one of the more underrated of any holiday movies in Dutch that we're both fans of that a lot of people have not seen or even heard of. It's not even on streaming, man. They still have not put it anywhere, even to rent. You have to go over to Amazon and buy a DVD copy. Is Son-in-Law streaming? It is. Okay, where is it streaming at? I don't know off the top of my head. I'm looking at it now and just watch or trying to. I want to see. As this drops, people still have time to get some Thanksgiving movies in. Oh, Apple TV. You can rent it for $3.99. Hoopla. You got to be subscribed to that. Everywhere Your library card. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that all it is? I didn't know mm-hmm. that. I'm going to have to yeah. look in the Hoopla. I've got a library card. Uh, okay. So there you go, folks. Get the Hoopla app and put your library card in. You can watch Son-in-Law before the big holiday. Yeah. So let's see. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's actually on AMC Plus, which is a, you can get that channel on Amazon or Roku. I think you have to have a cable subscription though which kind of sucks, but that's available everywhere. The Hoopla app for Son-in-Law, Home for the Holidays. I don't think I've ever seen that. That's for no, free over on the Roku channel. Stacy done a great write-up of it last year for Thanksgiving. 
And I'm glad you said that because I'm mean to watch that this year too. Now, especially now that you told me it's on the Roku channel. Mm-hmm. There's one that kind of I'm interested in called Tadpole from 2002. It's this uh, kid comes home from, I guess he's uh, in high school. It's, it's kind of like Dutch, but he, when he comes home, he's seduced by Sigourney Weaver and B.B. Newworth. <laughs> also has John Ritter in it. It's on Paramount Plus. Tadpole. I don't know. Free Birds. We always have to watch Free Birds. I'm not a big fan of that movie, but the kids enjoy it. That's on Netflix. There's a National Lampoon's Holiday Reunion that stars Brian Cranston and Judge Reinhold that has me interested. Yeah, that's not a bad cast. That's free on the Roku channel. And then Dutch, yeah, not anywhere. Uh, A fun one for free on YouTube, The Thanksgiving Promise that stars all the Bridges. Bo Bridges, Lloyd Bridges, his dad, and his mother, Dorothy Bridges. There's a cameo or more of a Small role by Jeff Bridges, and his son is the the kid in the movie. So check that cool. one out on YouTube. And then two movies I put in there that are or have been traditionally screened on Thanksgiving: Wizard of Oz, which Gary put in the VIP lounge, a uh, whole schedule of what was it? TBS and TNT. Yeah, and I think they're showing that right after the 24-hour marathon of A Christmas Story this year on Christmas Day. Uh, that's on HBO Max, though, if you have that. And then March of the Wooden Soldiers, a.k.a. Babes in Toyland, the Laurel and Hardy edition that I always watched on Thanksgiving on WPIX. That's for free out there. The Roku Channel, Tubi, Pluto TV. Just a few from that list. Hmm. Get you in the Thanksgiving mood. Well, uh, I didn't have too much time this week to pull anything for Have You Heard. There's some... Uh, a few food things that I found. 7-Up's doing a pomegranate flavor. Had me interested. Um, you've got... Now, we're going through... I'm, I'm seeing Ghostbusters tomorrow night. I got tickets. Me and the boys are going. All this hubbub over Ecto Cooler being put at the theaters. I don't know which theaters or whatever. And I had the idea, you know, last week. Why don't you put it in the freestyle machine? Well, they've got a Ghostbusters-themed drink now at Zaxby's in their freestyle machine. But it's a cherry and grape drink. I don't understand the... uh, Why is it cherry and grape? I don't know. Well, the demographic with the most disposable income have no knowledge of Ecto Cooler. So it might not be a bad marketing idea to create a new drink for them to get excited about in their mm-hmm. years to come. I don't know. Ecto cooler was always overrated though. It's the nostalgia that, that, yeah, you, I, the that high C brand it. though, any, anything from high C I was all about, especially the orange at McDonald's, which I'm glad they brought that back, but I don't know. High C, the high C brand is really nostalgic for me. Yeah. But that's all I had. So you want to okay. go ahead and, uh, and start rumbling. Well, no, I got a little feedback first. Okay. From last week's feedback. Have You Heard. So somebody hit me up on Twitter. This is at Lucha Gringo. It says, okay, yeah, the butter on Pop-Tarts thing is legit at Yesterdayville. I just tried it. And I didn't copy our whole conversation over here to my notes. But he says, not those weird flavors, though. So I asked him what flavor he tried it on, and he tried it on the crisp apple. 
And I thought, yeah, that's I'll a flavor that would probably mm-hmm. work on. Mm-hmm. So he says it was good. Uh, okay. So thanks for filling us in there. His handle yeah. is Casey is not cranberry sauce, but it's at Lucha Gringo. So I will <laughs> be trying that at some point, maybe while I'm off. I'm going to the grocery store the first day I'm off. I might look for a good Pop-Tart flavor to add butter to and try. Because, you know, we talked about a few last week, but that crisp apple I didn't think about. But maybe a good yeah. buttery apple pie crust type flavor that would probably work very well. Uh, that would I would try that. Okay. <clears throat> For the Retro Rumble this week, like we proposed last week, it's not going to be random this week, folks, because we had had a lot of people suggest us food-based matchups, and a lot of those, well, not a lot, a good portion of those food-based matchups were Thanksgiving-related. So Jason and I are going to debate, agree on, argue, pontificate, whatever your (laughs) preferred uh, nomenclature is, some different food battles and uh, especially some involving Thanksgiving for this week's Retro Rumble. Sounds great. All right. Well, let's uh, hop in the time machine. We'll play round five of Retro Rumble. Not randomized this week. Can't wait to get into this. And let's uh, head back to the past. All right, here we are. We are ready for our Retro Rumble Thanksgiving edition. And uh, hit us with our first pick, man. Let's just go for it. Hmm. Well, you know, we normally, thank God for the, the randomizer database, but I was able to access it and just select some things. And I, I had a bigger list and pared it down. I've got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve top matchups here. We usually hit between eight and ten, don't we? Yeah, with, sounds about I right. With twelve. So... This first one has been nominated by Ken Spaulding, by Jeff at the Retro Network, and by a longtime friend of the show, Tiny. All three have pitched this one, so I figure it's a big matchup. We'll throw it out first. Hostess versus Little Debbie. I'm going to say I lean more towards Little Debbie. Little Debbie is my go-to. But Hostess has a lot of merits, too. Like the iconic Twinkie. Little Debbie does their version. They're called Cloud Cakes. In a world that Twinkies didn't exist, yeah, sure, give me a Cloud Cake. But I live in a world where Twinkies do exist, so I go with those. Snowballs, another good example. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Hostess brand are good. But a lot of the other stuff that they compete with, I don't know what hostess calls their version of the Swiss cake rolls, but give me the little Debbie version of those any day. They're just softer and little Debbie, at least in my area has more variety uh, and has been a bigger part of my life. And and they're, they make pumpkin delights and Christmas tree cakes, which hostess does not. So absolutely that alone puts little Debbie at the top of my pick list there for snack cakes. Yeah. I will just uh, grab a couple boxes of oatmeal cream pies to take to work because everybody loves those. And that's always a nice little snack, you know, at your break time or something. And I'm not a big peanut butter fan, but I do love the Nutty Buddies. And I remember Mm -hmm. getting those in my lunch a lot and really loving those. So 
I just, yeah, there's just so many more like go-tos on the little Debbie side versus hostess. When it come to snack cakes back in school lunches, it seemed like Swiss cake rolls were the top of the heap. The um, strawberry and what was it? Strawberry and cream yeah. ones. With strawberry maybe just strawberry rolls. Oh gosh, yeah, those I would request good. those. But part of the beauty of the Swiss cake roll where they had a lot of trade value at the lunch table, and the fact that there were two in the pack, you could trade one and still keep one for yourself. Yes. So that was always very <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, both have their honey buns, you know. Uh, I, I like the hostess honey buns more than the little Debbie. I did see uh, Tiny posted. They have hostess themed uh, cappuccinos. Yeah, K-Cups. Mm-hmm. There's their cappuccino and hot chocolate based on their uh, uh, different you know offerings. And I've passed those up a couple times and. I don't know. I'm going to have to go for it. I'm not a huge I, I, hot chocolate. Yes. Not big into cappuccino. Really? I'd more or less prefer if it was like flavored coffee than cappuccino. But yeah, I'm not a flavored coffee guy. Now the cappuccino I could probably go for, but it, it it's always a little weak. The flavored creamers on the other hand, something about the flavor infused actual coffee grinds. I'm not, a, they don't appeal to me. But add a little yeah. like Twinkie flavored creamer to a cup of black coffee. Now I get down with that. I'm kind of the opposite. I would prefer the coffee to be flavored and just half and half. Hmm. You know. Yeah. All right. Up next, brought to uh-huh. us by our good friend Ken Spalding. Blow pops versus Tootsie Pops. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Um I ate a whole bunch of both back in the day, mainly. Yeah. Uh, I prefer the bubble gum and blow pops to the chocolate Tootsie Roll Center, the Tootsie Pops, but I prefer the Tootsie Pop shell versus the blow pop. So let's get some bubble gum in the Tootsie Pops and I'll call it a day. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm with you there. Cause yeah, the, uh, I don't know, the blow pop shell is just the East melted away too quickly or something whereas you and really get did sharp it. i cut yeah. my tongue so many times on blow pops <laughs> mm-hmm. and the tootsie the tootsie roll pops are much more longer lasting but blow pops had some better flavors like the green apple which mm. they started making in tootsie pops in recent years not a green apple fan oh i like the green apple candies no well we all have our quirks, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to lean towards the Tootsie Pops, actually, on that one. I don't know if I picked officially, but I'll say Tootsie Pops when it's all said and done. Uh, I tried to spread out these food picks between as many people as I could, too. This next one is the first one we, of course, he was one of the first ones sent in. It just hadn't come up, but our good friend Adam at the Retro Network, host of uh, Wizards the podcast guide to comics and I don't know, host or co-host or original producer, whatever of uh rental return mm-hmm. season two drop creator. creator creator is what I call creator. him in the credits. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Creator. This one's not fair. This one is maybe the most lopsided matchup I've seen. Cherry Coke versus cheer wine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before my lips touched cheer wine, 
I would have been like, what's that? You know, and I would probably f- prefer wild cherry Pepsi over cherry Coke. But I've hunted cheer wine to the uh, ends of the earth, <laughs> or at least the ends of Alabama and Florida at some points until uh, cookout came along. So I'm a huge cheer wine fan now. Oh, have you? Surely the fountain drink version of it's not the only thing you've got to try, though, right? What do you mean? The floats? Or you mean just... No, I mean just the fountain drink version of it. Fountain drinks are always oh, no, no, no. not as good as the bottled. Yeah, that's why I was so pissed off when World Market left. Because they had wow. it in the bottles there. there glass bottles. Go. Yeah, oh gosh. Anything in a glass bottle I would is far superior than fountain or whatever you can give me. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I go cheer wine all day long over cherry coke. Now I do like cherry coke, but it's just not cheer wine. Now I do like when I go to uh, Steak and Shake, which I did on my birthday. I like to get a cherry coke there because they actually use the cherry syrup in with it, Mm -hmm. mix it all around, and yeah, that's pretty good. From Tiny, and I think I remember his answer to this one. I think we've debated this on the road before. Dunkin' Donuts versus Krispy Kreme. It's Krispy Kreme. There's uh, Dunkin' are just not good, period. It's not even a close matchup to me. Well, they're just regular donuts, minus all the fillings and everything that they do at Dunkin'. They, I mean, they probably do, what, 50 more donuts than what Krispy Kreme does. I mean, Krispy Kreme does offer the novelty type stuff as well, but just that hot donut. You, we've got one here in town uh, that we'll go. We used to go when the, the kids got all A's or they, they would give away a free donut for every A on their report card. And we would walk home with like three dozen donuts. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was the most glorious thing when report cards came in and, uh, I don't know that that was their incentive to get those A's, but uh, <laughs> it was sure, sure great. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like three dozen. It was more or less like a dozen that we'd come home with for free. But just going in and watching them make the things is so much fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch them behind the glass and they're snaking right along, and the icing drips down. And if you get them hot and fresh, there's just they just melt in your mouth, man. You you don't get any of that experience at Dunkin' Donuts, even though I I do like some of their flavors and jelly fill and all that stuff. I, I do like a good variety every once in a while, but there's just nothing like a hot dozen from Krispy Kreme. Well, you know, um, straight up glazed donut versus glazed donut, Krispy Kreme, you know, whips them like butter. <laughs> but even their jelly filled at Krispy Kreme are better than Dunkin's jelly filled. Like you get a good Krispy Kreme raspberry filled donut. Oh man. Those mm-hmm. things are good. Did you ever have Mr. Donut in your area back in the no. day? No. I saw one. What the hell movie was it? I saw Mr. Donut. I think it was in the mall or something. Anyway, mom, we had one uh, in our hometown and mom worked there for a while and would come home with like whatever donuts left over from the day. And we were living the high life, man, on Mr. Donut Donuts. And a lot of them had the, she knew I liked the jelly filled and she'd bring those home, especially for me. But 
yeah, that, I don't know, year, year and a half that she worked there was so great. I can't remember the name of it, but around here, well, not around here, but when I traveled doing my Lowe's route, there was a, like a two-store chain in Bristol that done donuts, Daylight Donuts. That was the name of it, Daylight Donuts. But all their donuts, I mean, they had the pre-made stuff, but you could customize anything. So they would have the donuts that were meant to be filled and they'd be hot and fresh, but no filled, no topping. And you walked up like it was a subway. Oh, wow. And they'd grab the donut and you'd be like, uh, give me a raspberry filled chocolate covered. And they would oh. pump it full of the raspberry and dip it in that hot melted chocolate on top and just hand it oh, over the my counter God, to you. That sounds freaking awesome. You could get like, give me a lemon filled with powdered sugar, you know, and they <laughs> would just make whatever. Oh, that was Shoot, that was the way to do a donut place right there. I mean, you had, like I said, you could walk in like a Dunkin' and they had a bunch made. Like, give me a dozen assorted and and walk out with them if you were going to the office or whatever. But, man, you go in there and get that hot and fresh custom-made donut, though. Ooh. Ooh. Give me a lemon-filled chocolate-covered or something, you know, off the wall (laughs) for some people. Uh, Give me a chocolate-filled peanut butter topped. Or vice versa, peanut butter cream filled with chocolate top or whatever. Make your own Reese cup donut. Or, but I think if I don't, if I'm remembering correctly, I think Tiny prefers Duncan. Yeah. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe he'll send me a nasty gram on <laughs> in the VIP lounge for being wrong. But I think he was a Duncan guy. I, they have come a long way with what they offered too, and a lot of it's fruit fruit. But they do a lot of different flavored coffees and stuff more than, you know, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme does one thing and they do it like a thousand percent better than everybody else. Well, I prefer <laughs> Krispy Kreme's coffee to Dunkin You do? Okay. Yeah, hmm. I do. Just that Krispy Kreme, you know, coffee shop, black coffee. You can even yeah. get the K-cups of that. I don't think I've ever tried their coffee, really. It's a good cup of black coffee. Forget your yeah. Starbucks. Forget all your other, like you say, fruit, fruit flavors. You go in the Krispy Kreme and order coffee. It's a cup of black coffee. Tastes like it come from a coffee shop. It's good stuff. Uh, up next from Karen. French fries versus onion rings. This mm. one, this one, I think needs a few caveats. Where are these French fries and onion rings from? Because that is, I mean, if we're talking Burger King, their onion rings suck. All right. Can't go that route. French fries suck too. So, no, I kind of like their fries. If we're talking dip dog stand, it's onion rings all day long. Talking the varsity outside of Atlanta, same deal. It's going to be rings. rings. Oh, God. Yes. Um, Different places. If you're talking frozen foods, Idahoan is my preferred brand of frozen potato treats. Their French fries are to die for. Their onion rings are okay. So, but overall, as a general rule, probably because of availability, I'd have to go with French fries. Because it's just, it's more common to get French fries. So you've eaten more of them in your life. Yeah. It depends on where they're from. Yeah, it depends on where you're at. All the time. Because I will get onion rings at Burger King just because you can't, there's not many other fast food places that do them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not particular on their French fries, so I will get them there. Oh, God, the varsity, yes. Those sweet Fidalia onion rings. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yes. Greasy as hell. 
Oh, they just the slide on dog, down. The dip dog stand here. They'll put the uh, they'll they'll put one of those little red and white paper food trays in the bottom of a brown paper bag, and then they'll fill the bag with onion rings. And the time from the time you walk out, <laughs> to you get in the car, They're different you can see bags. you can see everything in the bag. It's already <laughs> see through from all the grease. <laughs> uh, it's glorious. You know, every time I've been to cookout, which has only been a handful of times, I've gotten onion rings instead of fries. Uh, and they're, they're fry, their onion rings are pretty crispy each time. So if it's still, if he still has it up, tiny YouTube channel, Mountain Way Adventures, he has, he takes a visit to the dip dog stand and you can watch him eat dip dog stand onion rings. <laughs> so, uh, oh, you son of a gun. This one is from you, and you've done this on purpose. But it's going to backfire on you. Okay. Mexican pizza versus personal pan pizza. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we're all waiting for your answer. They don't get crap about me. <laughs> oh, it's the Mexican pizza. Really? Mex- really? It is. Because I never cared much for the personal pan pizza. I wanted the whole pan pizza. (laughs) As some wise man once told me, any pizza is a personal pizza if you eat the whole thing. That's true. Yeah. So, no, the personal pan pizzas, the the, the flavor ratios were all off. The amount of sauce, cheese, toppings, it just never was right on the personal pan. Uh, If this was a regular Pizza Hut pan pizza, it would beat out Mexican pizza. But the way you worded it, with personal pan, I got to go with the Mexican pizza. It's, yeah, but you still get that Pizza Hut crust. I don't care about the ratio of toppings. I, I, I do. I do. I mean, it's the whole experience. You can't just go, or I can't just go with the crust. It's the crust is really good, but it's that whole experience. And it's the experience too. It's them cutting that first slice in that cast iron pan and putting it on your plate. All that combines to make the Pizza Hut pan pizza experience. So as a one-off for lunch, I'll take the Mexican pizza any day. All right. Well, I'm heading to Pizza Hut then. <laughs> <laughs> I picked Pizza Hut and you didn't. Wow. Well, this ain't over with yet. Okay. So our buddy Chad Droz on Twitter, who's thrown us a lot, he posted this one and with the comment that he couldn't wait to hear my thoughts on it. Wendy Super Bar versus Pizza Hut Lunch Buffet. This may surprise people as well, but Wendy Superbar beats out Pizza Hut Lunch Buffet. What you got to understand with me and Pizza Hut is, much like the whole article I wrote about, it was the experience. You didn't get the Pizza Hut experience at the lunch buffet. You got it going in the evening and ordering the pizza and then bringing it out. You know, the cheese breadsticks all ooey and gooey and the lampshades and the whole shebang. If it was Pizza Hut dinner versus Wendy Superbar, again, I'd take Pizza Hut. But the way this is worded, if it's the lunch buffet, then give me the old Wendy Superbar. Yeah, At they had just a whole day. lot of anything on that Superbar. I mean, there was like four different, three or four different, you know, sections to that, right? It was three. Was it three? You had the okay. pasta and bread section. You had the Mexican Fiesta section. And then you had the salad bar and dessert section. Their dessert consisted of chocolate pudding and vanilla pudding, maybe some green jello. Mm-hmm. But that but you got uh, the chili on there too, right? 
that was on the Mexican Fiesta bar. Mm-hmm. You had taco shells and soft taco shells. You had the chili, the salsa, the cheese, um, and the taco meat. And so what pasta did they give you? You had the corkscrew and the spaghetti noodle and the fettuccine noodle. And you had red sauce and fettuccine sauce. But you had those cut in half and garlic grilled hamburger buns that were flattened and grilled. Gosh, that garlic mm. bread was so good. I would go get some bread and fettuccine first. Then I'd get more bread and I would do the soft tacos with all the stuff. Oh, and you had the taco chips too. You could make a poor man's taco salad off of the super bar if you mm-hmm. wanted to. And generally, if you ordered the baked potato back in the day, you you would order the potato bar, they called it, and you could make a trip to you know, the super bar to top your potato, which is where <laughs> my old man taught me to fill your potato with chili and the melted cheese. And you go sit down and you eat all the chili and cheese out of it. Don't eat the potato and then go back and refill it and then <laughs> eat it all with the potato. Get your refill on your big chili potato. Yes. <laughs> That's genius. Just double fill it there. <laughs> so the Wendy Super Bar, I take it over the lunch buffet. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm with you on that one. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was the pizza, pizza, and what, breadsticks and salad. Did yeah. they have, they didn't have pasta, did they? Yeah. Well, at least or, the Marlins has not been open since COVID started. But, yeah, they had the cheese top baked marinara pasta, pasta marinara, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. pasta primavera. So, yeah, they've had the pasta and the breadsticks. And in recent years, they would put the cinnamon sugar sticks out as well for like a little dessert. Mm-hmm. And, and then just a variety of, pizza usually a thin crust pepperoni a thick supreme eh, you know meat lovers something like that do you have any of those pizza places around where you live that are the buffets that they bring out you pay one price and it's just all you can eat like uh what was what's the one uh oh, just left me the one that's around here I don't, I don't like those places because they do like dessert pizzas and stuff too, but it just does not taste good to me. You talking about like CC's? CC's, yes. You know, CC's for the money was well worth it, at least when I was traveling, because back then it was with the pizza buffet and a drink, it was like $6.95. And you had all the different pizzas and what they called salad and the brownies and the dessert pizzas. And even though it wasn't the best pizza, you could fill up pretty good for six ninety five. You know, you eat yeah. twenty twenty five slices of anything, whether it's good or not, you're getting your money's worth. Damn, I'm I'm picky though. Like, whatever they have out, and you're waiting on like the the meat lovers or something to come out. I'm just not mm-hmm. patient. I'm like, ah, I guess I'll have to get this or something. Well, and in our areas, one of the traditions of CC's was when you'd order the buffet, they ask you what type of pizza you wanted. And you get anything and they would bake it and bring it. They'd give you the little tripod number thing for your table. They would bring it to your table and you get, you got however much you wanted off of that. And then they'd take it up and put it on the bar. What? Really? Yeah. Wow. So you, you had, you know, all the other pizzas, but you knew you were getting your personal favorite within about 10 minutes. I guess and ours are just lazy, man. <laughs> wow. Now that that sounds cool, but yeah. no, 
you know they would, that crap around here man they would bring it out and hold it like let's say you just ordered a pizza with nothing but green peppers on it they'd walk it out to your table the waitress would hold it you get two or three slices a half a pizza tell them set the whole damn thing down whatever you wanted to do but whatever you didn't take off the tray when they brought it they'd take the rest of it and add it to the buffet so that's why a lot of their pizzas on the bar were seemed a little weird in our area because it was it was somebody's favorite who was in there eating maybe it was just pineapple and and bacon you know <laughs> but you'd yeah. look at it and go who would pick to put a pineapple and bacon pizza on the buffet <laughs> but it was somebody who was in there eating wanted pineapple and bacon weird yeah uh this is our last non-thanksgiving related one and the rest of them after this one will be thanksgiving related but this one is for me original recipe versus extra crispy of course we're talking about kentucky fried chicken original original no contest no <laughs> i gotta have the original yeah if they could season the extra crispy with the original seasoning that would be my pick but until they do i'm with you i'm original recipe now i like my tenders when i'm ordering chicken tenders like at jack's i love jack's chicken tenders because they are real crispy and i do mm -hmm. like that but it's all about the original recipe chicken at KFC. Yeah. You know, my daughters prefer the extra crispy. So I'll eat, you know, every now and then when we would get it uh, in a bucket, the wife would get what they want to get the extra crispy. I can do it. It's fine. I just prefer the original recipe. Yeah. Like I said, if they, I don't know why they have never thrown that blend of 11 herbs and spices into the extra crispy batter and make an original recipe, extra crispy chicken. Yeah. I would love to try that sense. at some point. doesn't make sense. No, it don't. Okay, now we're getting to the main events here. Jeff wants to know, cranberry sauce, canned versus homemade? Well, are you talking the jellied versus the chunky? or <laughs> I mean... I think he means canned versus made at home. I prefer my cranberry sauce, the jellied out of the can, so you can slice it. Because <laughs> then the next day you could put that slice on a turkey sandwich. Now, we all pretty well refer to that as the jellied, but it's actually the opposite. The one that's got the whole berries in it from Ocean Spray on the can is called jellied. So we all talk about them backwards, but okay. I'm with you. I like the sliceable cranberry sauce. Last year, I made homemade cranberry sauce for the first time. And while it was good, I missed the sliced cranberry sauce. And I'm going back to slice cranberry sauce this year out of the mm. can. I'm the only one in my house that eats it. And I'm like you. I will I will put a slice of it on my plate with dinner, eat it with a little bit of turkey. But the whole point of me getting it is to put on turkey sandwiches yeah. after the fact. Absolutely. And cranberries are just, they're tart. And eating the whole berry you know, cranberry sauce. I don't know. I have to have it with something else. You know, you can put cranberries in your stuffing. Some people do that. I like that too. But I have to have it in something else if it's going to be the berries themselves. Otherwise, just give me the the jello, <laughs> the jello cranberry sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Shaped like a can. Slice it with the knife. Yep. Now, my leftover turkey sandwiches generally consist of a thin spread of mayo with turkey. Oh, thick, thick spread of mayo for me. And Lots of mayo. 
slice of cranberry sauce uh-huh. and a square of stuffing. Even though it's on a bread sandwich, I want <laughs> stuffing on there with the turkey and the cranberry sauce. I don't think I've ever tried that. Trying to, we are dressing or stuffing, whatever. It's never really sliceable. It's just mine more is. crumbled. So yeah, mine is. It turns out sliced, but it fits well on a sandwich. So okay. Also from Jeff, turkey versus the side dishes. <laughs> I got to go side dishes. There's so much more variety. It's like turkey versus the field. If this was a betting event, you have every other option or turkey. Mm-hmm. I will take every other option. <laughs> yeah, I- I'm probably with you there just because everybody makes so many. And it's usually not just, you know, two or three side dishes. It's usually like five or six plus mm-hmm. appetizers and everything else. If you want to right. include those, but just the side dishes. Yeah, there's you, you get all the variety, but Still, I, look at I don't it. know. I gotta have some meat though. Well, I look <laughs> I'm at not it a like vegetarian. This. Well, I look at it like this though. If I could have one or the other, if I could sit down and the only thing on the table was turkey and no sides, or I could sit down to a table full of sides and no turkey, I'm sitting down at the table full of sides for the variety. Is there gravy on that uh, side with the turkey? It's just turkey, according to Jeff. Well, I think gravy. I think you could have gravy on either side because it goes well with mashed potatoes and the dressing, right, and right. it also goes with. The I'm trying. I'm trying to make a case for turkey here, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> well, I'll spot you the gravy on both sides of the table. Yeah. See, I'm. I'm. I don't know. I still got to have my side. I got to have my green bean casserole and my and sweet potatoes with marshmallows. That your wife makes the corn floof. Yeah. The corn floof. That was the word I could. Hey, I think I'm going to try your uh, your cornbread this year. For Thanksgiving? Yeah, your cast iron cornbread. Yeah, I'll send you the recipe. I know I yeah. spouted it off the top of my head that day, but I'll I'll slack it to you here tomorrow. Okay. Just remind I'm, me. I'm just a lazy ass on Thanksgiving. I'm like, you know, I'll get up and I'll make like the little crescent dogs or some appetizers or something, but I want to do something different this year. So I'm going to try that. Mm, We've got the cast iron skillet now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is as good a cornbread as you will find. And Kevin, the SOB that he is, put you in a tight spot. You didn't want to choose, but I'm going to make you. Turkey versus ham. Ham. I thought about this. I'm taking Damn, ham. you already just blew it out. You just threw it out It's there been on my mind it since it came up, man. And thinking about this week's show, I was like, I got to think about this. Now, I, are we talking like sliced deli meat, or are we thinking main event turkey versus ham, like Thanksgiving turkey versus a Christmas ham? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Like the main eventer. I do love me a smoked turkey, and I will smoke a turkey if asked to. <laughs> this year I have not been asked to, so I'm not going to smoke it. But ham, oh gosh, just going back to when I was a little kid, I remember when we'd go to our little Dutch pantry restaurant, and I'd get ham steak. Oh. And, you know, just a big old slice of ham grilled I was like my favorite meal as a kid when we'd go out to eat. If they didn't have uh, ham, you know, let's go on to the next place. <laughs> and then it, I was thinking too, uh, and this, I guess this is more general versus main event, what we were talking about, but I crave that ham salad too, man. We talked about that. I had to make me a batch. I've made me a couple batches since we talked about it. Just not here in the South. I can't find it. Hmm. Or at least in, in my town. 
maybe I'm looking at the wrong grocers, but I made me a uh, ham salad. Oh, love it. Love it. Turkey is, I don't know. I like turkey and I like it all kinds of ways with the gravy. You can smoke it. If, if I smoke it, man, I want more just the turkey without the gravy to get that mm-hmm. flavoring, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I love making turkey sandwiches the rest of that week after Thanksgiving. But I don't know. I, I, I would prefer ham. I got to go with ham too. And it's long been a Christmas tradition since I was a kid. You would have the ham for Christmas dinner, of course. But usually the week before, we would get a ham and have it sliced super thin and bake it and eat ham sandwiches all week leading up to Christmas. Because Christmas was always so busy, it was so fast. Mom would buy those like the 24-pack of dinner rolls, and I still do that now. And they're always here, and there's always ham in the fridge. So when you're on the go the week of Christmas and in a hurry, you could have a ham roll for breakfast, a ham roll for lunch, ham rolls for dinner. It don't matter. Eat them here in front of the TV, eat them on the go. Didn't matter. Got a ham roll. It's that comfort food at Christmas. And growing up all through school, ham sandwich was my go-to lunch, taking my lunch to school. Mm -hmm. So as much as I love turkey, I only do turkey once a year. As in, go buy a whole turkey and cook it. That's right. That's right. Ham, you know, Christmas, Easter, random times throughout the year, they're on sale. Well, I'll buy a whole boneless ham and we'll cook it up and eat on it for a few days. So I got to go ham as well. You don't have entire stores based around turkey. You've got the honey baked ham. I mean, Mm -hmm. oh, just the, you get one of those big hams at the store that's honey glazed and on sale. You're like, we're eating for a week, man. Bring it. Now we go to my wife's parents or her dad and his wife's for Christmas dinner, usually several days before Christmas, usually around the 20th, 21st, she puts out turkey and ham. That's a woman who knows how to treat a man right there. <laughs> she makes a turkey and don't make him decide. Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Have both. Yeah. That's my answer. Both. <laughs> <laughs> and her dressing, she puts sausage in her dressing. So oh you get gosh. turkey, ham. Where's and this sausage. woman live? <laughs> Within five minutes of where I'm sitting right oh, now. Oh gosh. Yeah. She is one of the finest Southern cooks I've ever known. So mm. glad Casey married her. So glad. <laughs> Good for him, too, I'm sure. Uh, and my last one here, Karen and Jeff both proposed this one. Thanksgiving dinner, fresh versus leftovers. Oh, man. There's no beating the leftovers. See, I don't know. I it do just... Thanksgiving dinner the first time just to get leftovers. <laughs> there are some things that the more you let them sit together, you know, the more flavorful it becomes. Mm-hmm. Whereas when it's just fresh and hot, you know, you don't get all the ingredients to kind of sit in there and marinate. And, you know, I, I don't know. There's some things that are that are better leftover than they are fresh. But... On the flip side, there's some things better fresh than leftovers. Give me the fresh, steaming, buttery mashed potatoes versus the reheated ones any day. Yeah, and the rolls and even the stuffing. I don't know. The stuffing can mm-hmm. be either way. It depends on 
my dressing you, gets better as it goes. Yeah. Depends mm. on what you're putting in there. But I, I guess I'm going to say, I'm just going to be different, I guess, and say I want the meal. I want the whole, because, you know, the leftovers, it's like the hawk circling over the field. <laughs> and you're trying to uh, swoop down and grab it before everybody else, you know. And at the at the table, there's just plenty for everybody. And you go back and you need your little extra little elastic band like you are talking about last week. <laughs> I don't know. I just like that whole experience of sitting down versus um, even if it's fun to make a sandwich at nine o'clock at night, whatever you're <laughs> watching a movie or doing whatever. Uh, yeah. But I think the, just the atmosphere around it too, you've got to kind of put that into it. So, well, I don't, I don't mind a bit admitting that. And now I haven't cooked this year yet, so maybe it'll change this year, but in all the years past, I fix so much because we want so many leftovers. We will eat Thanksgiving dinner. We will have a full plate for lunch the next day and dinner the next day. And then there's even more the day after that on Saturday. Mm -hmm. We usually finish everything off on Saturday, but we have went so far as to like, we have enough sweet potatoes, dressing, turkey, of course, gravy leftover. We'll make like anything we're out of. We'll make again on Friday or Saturday <laughs> to finish. To, leftover. Yeah. We'll make fresh macaroni on Friday because it all got ate on Thanksgiving, but yeah. we want to have that meal again, complete. So we'll make fresh. Now at that point, the macaroni is no longer leftover. It's fresh macaroni, but the meal, the idea of the meal in general is it is a leftover meal. So, yeah. I'll make fresh rolls every day. You brought that up as not being as good leftover, and you're right. You know, we'll make a dozen rolls on Thanksgiving. I'll make a dozen on Friday, too. Fresh. So, so you're cheating, man. You're you're saying leftovers, but really you want the dinner where you get everything fresh. See? Hmm. You might be right. <laughs> okay. I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. But it's a mixture though, because like my, like I said, my dressing gets better the longer it sits. So I want that <laughs> day old dressing with my fresh macaroni. It's a weird hybrid. It's weird. Well, make your dressing a, a day early this year, this year. and you can, uh, you yeah, can do but it that now, way. Just... See, I'm a traditionalist though. There's something <laughs> to be said about all those smells that day on Thanksgiving. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like anything else is the anticipation is better than the payoff generally. So mm-hmm. just smelling it and stewing in and amongst it all day long. And, you know, there's another part we didn't bring up because these are generally one-on-one battles, but I would even throw in fresh versus leftovers versus sampling all day long. While cooking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, who the sausage uh, balls are ready. Well, there'll be six of these missing by the time I get to the table later today. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Pop a sausage ball one an hour with a deviled egg every hour. And oh, yeah. Nibbling on the turkey. <laughs> you, know. you wake up from your uh, tryptophan nap watching football. Hey, yeah. go fix me a plate. Give me a couple sausage balls. and. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I need to check that gravy. Give me a spoon. You know, <laughs> that sort of stuff. So... Absolutely. Something, something yeah. to be said for the pre-meal as well. <laughs> yeah, there is no breakfast on Thanksgiving Day. It's just oh, there is. No, 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 there is here. There is do here. You? Yeah. 
I get up early, of course, every day, but especially that day. And just as everybody's getting up, they're waking up to the smell of those fresh cooked sausage balls. And it's usually a double batch and we'll eat half of them for breakfast because you make some good breakfast gravy, throw some sausage balls in a bowl and pour that salt, that fresh breakfast gravy over. Oh, you're good for the day then. But you know, in and the side of these matchups, just the whole Thanksgiving day. I love it. Uh, I'm also not ashamed to admit I will drink an entire bottle of wine while I'm cooking that day by myself. (laughs) Uh, a bottle of white wine. I'll start on it in the morning and w- well before dinner hits the table, that bottle of wine is gone. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been consumed <laughs> slowly over the course of the day. Not, you know, not chugging it or anything, Yeah, but, uh, that's just one of my personal traditions that make the holiday special. Uh, you know, it depends on who we are eating with whether we have wine, we always get the sparkling cider for the kids just to make it special for them and get out the fancy glasses, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, this year, just, uh, last week we were down to a fresh market nearby and they do different types of ciders. And I bought a peach cider, which I've already drank <laughs> and a Bing black cherry cider that I'm saving Ooh. for Thanksgiving. That so, sounds really good. I'm I'm hoping it'll make it to Thanksgiving. I don't know. I might have to go back and get a couple more bottles. But yeah, that's part of the meal too is having those other. You know, you don't get to drink a bottle of wine every day, right? And and that's yeah. just what makes it you know special. You get some of those specialty drinks in there too. My traditional wine of choice is uh, from the company Duplin out of the Outer Banks of North Carolina. They're uh, sweet muscadine. It's a white wine made from muscadine grapes locally grown in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And it is an especially flavorful bottle of wine time. So as long as that is available at my local grocers when I go this week, that will be my cooking drink of choice all day that day. <laughs> that place does a uh, muscadine cider as well. I've had that oh, before. Yeah. That's really good. Then my drink of choice for Christmas is uh, Apple Crown. So that's my Christmas cheer every year. I <laughs> mix it with mix it with a little bit of the green Christmas punch I'm known for, half and half throughout the day. And uh, ooh, it's long <laughs> about two o'clock in the afternoon on Christmas Eve. I need a driver to get to the family Christmas party. <laughs> I'm sure you're the life of the party. <laughs> uh, they're not the crowd for me to show off in front of. There is a video on the, uh, I think it's my retro ramblings YouTube channel that my oldest daughter and I filmed on Christmas morning a couple years ago, opening the dinosaur Dracula fun pack for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We had gotten, we had held it for Christmas morning, opened it like a present. I am three sheets to the wind when we recorded that at like 10 AM on Christmas day. <laughs> It's a fun watch. Okay, link in the show it. notes, people. Link in the show notes. <laughs> I think I even mentioned it at the beginning of the video to bear with me because I was <laughs> pretty well blasted at that point at 10 a.m. So, <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, that's all the matchups we had for the special Thanksgiving edition of the Retro Rumble. That was fun. That was good. And we definitely... And- 
we we need to get people out there. If you're listening now to my voice, send in some Christmas matchups. Oh yes, anything, not just food, yeah. movies, cartoon specials. We have a few already. Like one we will do for Christmas is uh, Christmas presents, Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. That's one that mm-hmm. probably sparks some debate amongst listeners out there. But anything like that you think of for Christmas, go ahead and be dropping those. Uh, just hit us up at TRN Social on your favorite uh, social networking site. Uh, everywhere but MySpace. There, <laughs> right, yeah. You know, our account has been closed there. So, yeah, get them Christmas matchups in. White Christmas versus Beach Christmas. Oh, well, that's a no-brainer, but yeah, I, I know it is for me too. But uh, anyway, so people not like, for everybody. Not yeah, everybody not for likes the snow, time. so yeah. And this was by far not all the food topics we've got. Food will still be sprinkled in with our regularly scheduled random retro rumbles going forward too. Because I just pulled out some of the ones I thought were a little bigger hitters for this special occasion. Sounds good. Well, let's jump back in the time machine and we'll find out what's coming up in After Hours tonight. Well, we hope you enjoyed our Thanksgiving rumble. Uh, not a lot of rumbling going on there. Maybe uh, we got your stomachs rumbling. <laughs> but uh, like I said, uh, would love to get your uh, matchups. Not necessarily the Christmas stuff, just anything. Anything that comes to mind during the week as you're scrolling through social media or something. Oh, yeah. So we'll tag us at TRN Social. And we'll get your pick in the mix and uh, give you credit for it, too. Like Mick said, we will try to get if uh, you're a first-time Submitter will get at least one of your picks on the very next show. Also want to invite you to go check out all of our other podcasts on the Retro Network. Just go to theretronetwork.com forward slash podcasts. And that includes our some of our exclusive shows like After Hours. Got a free preview last week. So hopefully you uh, signed up so you can listen to this week's show, which will feature. I found a list of the uh, the definitive ranking of Thanksgiving side dishes. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk that out a little bit on After Hours. Plus, okay. the results of our weekly movie challenge, which this week was to watch a 70s movie. I'm interested to see what you picked. Yep. Watched a couple, actually. Uh, I'll give you one that I broke down. But, yeah, that's great. Uh, I got saw some uh, people leaving some feedback over there in the uh, on Slack for the weekly movie challenge. So, you can get yours in, too. We need to get that uh, out on social media a little bit better. We posted it in the lounge, but we need to get that out on social media when we do a challenge. And you can just respond to us there on our uh, TRN social accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So hopefully you will join us for After Hours. If not, have a happy Thanksgiving. Eat lots of food, turkey or ham. We won't slight you if you choose ham for Thanksgiving, since we fresh, both chose it. <laughs> fresh or leftover. It don't matter. That's, that's right. Hopefully you'll have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we will see you on the next Retro Rumble right here on the Retro Network Time Machine. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. I, I literally have not touched my notes all week or even created a new spreadsheet. Or uh, document. Am I, am I ahead of you <clears throat> on the notes? 
you are most definitely this week. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.